Anthony on Air Podcast. Welcome in. Frankie C is with us today. How you doing, man? Doing all right today. Yourself? Talking about today's cancellations. Uh, waking up to the news. Chris Delia canceled today and uh, Aunt Jemima also canceled for separate reasons. Uh, these are two of uh, the day's daily news and uh, we'll talk about it and uh, try and uh, bring a little, uh, well, a little levity to one situation. Uh, Chris Delia accused of sexual misconduct. I started to see this last night as it was coming out, but um, one person put, and again, this is so interesting to me how, how organic social media can still be. Because we live in a time of algorithm and you know you can pay to reach people and all that stuff. And it's still kind of great to see something organically go on social media. I, I wish it wasn't this, you know, but it's still kind of cool to see people getting on things and sharing them in that organic reach still happening. Um, but uh, Chris Delia has been, and this is what's interesting. Have you ever seen the show Use on Netflix? I haven't seen this. No, never heard of it. He plays a comedian and a pedophile. Oh. And as it turns out, he's a comedian and a pedophile. Well, I don't know if he's a pedophile, but I he's... I guess they... Well, allegedly. Allegedly, he's a pedophile. Uh, a woman on Twitter named Simone Rossi. Simone Rossi in 2R. Uh, she began a thread referencing Chris from Goodfellas. How was that? Yeah, I don't remember that, but okay, go ahead. Remember the girl who's uh, cheating on with Henry Hill? Her last name is Rossi, and she goes to the thing, and she's buzzing, and then she buzzes everybody else in the building. Rossi in 2R, you have a whore living in your... You don't remember that scene? Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember the scene. I don't remember the name. Yeah. Anytime I see the name Rossi, that immediately just triggers in my head. When the hell do you see that name? I don't know. I see it. I see it. (laughs) Um, okay. don't tell me what I see and what I don't see, okay? I know what you say. You I don't see, see anything. <laughs> I'm so mad at Frank because I was trying to do a a bit in our little group chat and he blew it up like a jerk. I admit blew you it were up because admit you were a jerk. I'm a jerk. And anybody with a Google machine can type what you said into the thing and it would be easily figured out like I did. I said, you know what? Knowing you, if it came from Leanne, if it came from <laughs> Lauren, if it came from Erin or D, I would say, I trust this. This is probably nothing. Coming from you <laughs> and some of the other people in our group, I, I tend to question what you're sending us. I found when this you thing. ask to send a video yeah. to you, I saying know. certain words, it was a long shot. I wonder why. You ask, you ask somebody, you ask somebody to send you a video saying sign name cuff. And then when you get it back, you put it in reverse and then you see what it says. And it's kind of hilarious. Yeah. Which is amazing that more of this hasn't come out. Like just take, there's gotta be other words that do that. Similar things. But yeah, all I did was Google those three words. And the first thing that came up. And you can see it. But it's a fun little gag that friends can do with one another. I wasn't going to like put it out or anything. It was just I was going to reverse them all and put them back into the group chat so everybody could laugh at it. And you, like a jerk, went, nice try. And then that's it. It ruined it. Nobody's going to do it now. You ruined it. Yeah, I saved uh, you know our friends from being humiliated yeah. on this podcast, probably. You saved us from laughter and, and fun. Way to go. Well, now, now that fun you police. just said it. 
Yeah, there you go. Somebody could do it to me. That I just said. Whoever that. wants to d- take it off of this podcast, feel free to do that. <laughs> Reverse what Anthony just said and figure it out. Uh, I wasn't going to put it on the podcast. That, uh, that that's nobody would get it. It's fun just to kind of put it back into the group and have everybody, you know, see their reaction. I feel like you want to put it on the podcast. No, there's no reason to do that. So Chris Delia plays. Uh, a uh, comedian and pedophile on use in the second season. And uh, Simone Rossi tweeted, I still can't believe Netflix cast Chris Delia as the pedophile in the season of you like the literal irony. Rossi followed up with several rounds of email screenshots allegedly between her and the stand-up comic when she was 16 years old, which showed Delia asking Rossi to meet up after his live shows, as well as asking her for photos for a long time. I thought it was embarrassing for me and I was interacting with this older man, Rossi tweeted, but it, but he was the one who DM'd me on Twitter and was the one who was twice my age and was the one that used the power imbalance between us to his advantage. So fuck Chris Delia. Uh, and then um, one after another, uh, other girls started doing the same thing, which leads me to my question here, um, which is that how is... Now, I don't... I'll be honest with you. I like a lot of the comics that run in Chris Delia's class, if you will. Like a lot of the guys okay. he pals around with. Like he's a he's been on Rogan a bunch, and I've mentioned Burt Kreischer and Tom Was he Segura. In anything else, that, like any of the shows? I don't think so. He kind of really just he made it big on his own after years and years and years of just doing stand up. I'll be honest with you. He looks like a pedophile i mean i don't want to be discouraging for anybody who has long hair and a beard but he doesn't have like if i said to you if i held this picture up and i was like pedophile or not you'd probably be like i'd err on the side of pedophile yeah that's a safe bet but i'm looking trying to find if he was in anything else that i would recognize like if you held up a picture of me and went does this guy go to buffets or not you'd be like yeah he probably goes to buffets like like let's just call it let's call the shots like they are yeah, I'm looking at these these movies. I don't really see anything familiar. He's not oh, like well. huge by any stretch of the means, but he was he was right on that cusp of he's big enough to command a Netflix special whenever he wants, and the next step is going to be massive. His podcast is pretty big. I know he has a pod. I've never listened to it again. I never really looked at his specials. I've seen like little clips of him. I think he's okay. I just never got into them as much as like I the aforementioned other comics that I just was talking about. I just they've they've all come across to be a little bit more funnier to me, like right. a little bit more grabbing. Um, but then all these girls started putting up all the same stuff. And oh, so it leads me to my question, which is how does a, a, a an adult first of all put aside the fact that you're asking an underage girl for photos, which we can all obviously agree upon that's screwed up. But why would you act in this behavior if you're in the public light, if you're in the public eye, DMing girls for nudes and all that? Like, does this really go on? Like, does it, do you really think that you can do, you can act this way? Let's even assume that it was, it, it was well assumed and known that it was with a 25-year-old girl, totally age-appropriate. Like, do you think that as a public figure, that's not going to come back? To haunt they don't you? think about that apparently you know it's they probably think 
what are the odds I'm going to make it big? What are the odds I'm going to yeah, but you know what? famous? Frank, even four or five years ago when some of this stuff allegedly happened, he was still a, a working road comic. He was he still had some notoriety. He was doing like little bit parts and stuff like that. He was still a I known guy. I can't imagine that your your head is on straight. Anyway, if if this is the type of person you you are, yeah. So I'm sure they're not thinking logically. You think that's it? You think it's just broken up there and they can't? It's a, it's a broken switch, some kind of weird wiring. You know, they're not. They're obviously not in their right frame of mind or in the right frame of mind. So I can't imagine they're going well. I should think about the right thing here. It it doesn't really. I don't think that registers with with someone who would do that. It's it's just a weird. It's a weird lifestyle to begin with, being a stand up comic or a musician, like it, sure. it, where you're touring and you're on the road, and you know your your only way to have any sort of relationships with any people is quick one night you know or two night you know little time like that's such a tough way to to be in existence yeah but i'm sure i mean there are comedians and, and musicians that make it work with their family they have you know even if they take their family with them or you know they're on the road and they st- stay in touch now nowadays it's easier because the way to, ways to stay in touch have gotten a lot more sophisticated yeah so i mean if you have a family living back home and you're touring for a few months yeah it's difficult but people do it that's the life that they choose or if they have a wife or or a husband they go with them on the road maybe depending on what their jobs entail who knows i mean but people make it work is my point it's it's just so it's so weird and I, i hate to sound like an ageist it's so funny i was having this conversation with somebody yesterday and it was, you know, and there was somebody that somebody we were talking about that we know of that we don't know who's in his like 50s, who's like friends with somebody like in their like 20s, like 30s. And I was just like, I, I could never like at my age, I couldn't be friends with somebody who's like 22. I, it would never happen. No, it's like, never weird. I mean, I have coworkers with younger people or something, but that's you're forced to be around each other. Even that, but, even when your 22 year old coworker goes, Hey Frank, we're all going out. What's the first thought oh, in no, your head? I don't, yeah. No, I'm going f- home. First thought yeah. in my head is like out. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. My out is maybe I'll walk the dog, but other than that out, there's no out for me anymore. I gotta go home. I, I can't <laughs> be out. I go out with my wife and maybe on occasion friends, but no, yeah. no out. I just can't even, I, like, I, I can't, I, I, I hope I'm not sound like an ageist here or whatever, but I just, like, younger people, like, I feel like the only case that that's appropriate for, or or maybe somewhat common, is if, like, your your niece or your nephew or, cousin, like, a family member, somebody that you have to have an association with, that kind of thing, then maybe, like, you, you yeah, okay, we'll go, we'll go have a bite to eat, you know, take the cousin out or that kind of thing, but never, like, like, I, I don't know. I just can't see. I mean, I'm friends with a few people that are 20, 30 years older than I am. Like friends, friends? I don't know, like friends, friends, but friends. You know, we play the poker guys. Uh, you know some of them. 
I guess so. I, I, but but that's I mean, we like, don't hang out, hang out. We play poker together. That's what I'm saying. But, like that's a group activity where people who just kind of stringing people along. But to be like, if one of them called you up and was like, Frank, you want to go out and get a drink? Would you go with them? I, I would never know. go. I mean, uh, probably not. I don't know. It's like if so, if one of them called and said, you know, a bunch of us are going out, then maybe. But yeah, if, but if he yeah, was like if he was like me and all my twenty year old friends are going out, would you go with them? I would never go. It's a little weird. It's I think that's weird. just weird. Yeah, it depends on the context and what's involved. Who's going to be there? It, there's a lot of factors involved. Like if one of the poker guys said, "Hey, Frank, just me and you go," you know, I'd be like, mm, "No, yeah, probably not." But if he's like, "Oh, a bunch of poker guys are getting together to go out to dinner or something, or going to a bar," I'm like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll you know hang out, whatever. That's fine." I just, I don't know. I feel like even like 18. I played softball with them. Even like 18 years old or 21, whatever the age of consents are. Even I feel like that isn't like, even if you're like technically by law, it's appropriate. I still like, I'm like, that's still inappropriate. Yeah. But like I've played softball with these guys. They're not, you know, bad guys. They're, They're nice guys. No, I'm talking about like like for like the opposite like if you're if you're oh, opposite pursuing somebody. Yeah, there's, there's a weirdness there. You know, if you're like, oh, she's 18, she's no, it's still mm-hmm. that's still make really, friends your own age for that. Yeah, yeah. it's still because when you're 18 and you're 21 and 25 and 27, you're doing things way different than what of 35 course. and 40 and 45 year olds are doing. Absolutely. Your whole mindset is different. You've lived longer. You're in a different generation. It's it's you're in different levels. Like I think about the amount even on a random night, the amount of alcohol I consumed in my 20s on a random night. I go a beer and a half in right now and I'm like, I got to take a nap like this is ridiculous. Like I, I need I need some cheese and crackers and I need 20 minutes on the on the chair with my eyes closed. Just to recover from something, just to recover from a beer and a half. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, no, it's it's different now. Nowadays, you can't hang with with twenty year olds. It's it's not the same game. So I look at Chris Delia, and I can't understand why anybody would behave in this manner. First of all, like even if he made a pass at a girl in person, which is never traceable, you know, in public, I still don't find that appropriate. But then to take that next step further and document it on social media, do you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I can't fathom that. That's, there's gotta be like, there's like a, not a fearlessness, but like a, just not, they're not, for some reason, they, they're not worried about it. I don't know why. They're not saying to themselves, hmm, so, you know, this might be, maybe they didn't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, did right. he think it's it was so wrong? Weird. He had to have known it was wrong. Like, I'm in the middle of the Epstein doc on Netflix. Have you seen this? No. We're on episode three. I only think there's four episodes. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching this and I go, how did this guy think he was going to get away with all the... But everybody, and even the people that they're interviewing and the thing, they're like, he never thought he was going to get called out. Like, I think with him... That's the thing. They don't think that. I know I, with him. I think it was the money and the and the connections he had. So I I can see a connection there to a a a, a headlining comic like you're well, you're I get you're, you're nobody. You're, you're gonna get caught. Yeah, gonna, it's gonna blow up in your face. You're climbing the ladder of success in stand up comedy, but that's a that's a stand up comedy ladder in the grand scheme of things. Like, come on, like give me a break. Like you know, it, it's the individual. It's it's you know, it's not like. 
it's he had to have something going on in his life that there's just he was messed up he's he has some kind of weird wiring going on it's it's not the lifestyle you know comics are comics they live normal lives it's you know he's got some kind of something wrong with it you know that's what it is there's something wrong with him this is true which it seems to be but if it's true it's it's something wrong with this guy well, he hasn't, no. he hasn't, uh, there's been no response yet from him. So, uh, I'm sure this will be an ongoing, uh, an ongoing thing. That's the other thing too. Yeah. Like we've been down this road so many times now you're kind of like, I wonder which way he goes. Does he just admit it? Does he just say, I have problems. I need to go get help. Does he say these are not true? Does he say, like, you know, it, it almost, it's weird. You almost get desensitized and it almost becomes like a TV show to a degree. Oh, you, here's another one. Right. Yeah. It's, you know, well, that's, you know what though? Get them out there. You know, let's let's get them all out. I, you know, that's fine. Expose them. Yeah. You know what else is trending? Mrs. Buttersworth. What does Mrs. Buttersworth look like? I actually have Mrs. Butterworth here. I don't even know. Oh, is that just the bottle? That's the bottle. Just, is she's the bottle. Yeah. Right. I, I, I couldn't even tell you what. I couldn't describe it. But I, I got it, Mrs. Butterworth. Yeah, there. I got it. Because I just saw Mrs. Butterworth was trending too, now because of Angela. That's Mrs. Butterworth. And can you see it there, Frank? Oh, losing Frank for a second. Um. So the uh, let's see, we got a long. Do we long lose Frank? I think we did. Doesn't look like he's unfreezing. Um. All right, so we'll transition into this. Uh, we'll transition in, into this uh, Aunt Jemima conversation, um, and now I guess Mrs. Butterworth is is trending as well. Uh, let me get the official thing for you guys here on the uh, on the Aunt Jemima statement, because Quaker Oats. This is a this is a a, a weird one in a sense of like, hey, buddy, how are you? Thanks. So uh, I was just talking about the the weirdness behind Aunt Jemima. Weirdness meaning that Pepsi owns them, but Pepsi owns Quaker Oats, which owns Aunt Jemima. The corporate structure here is is yeah, hard to follow a bit. Sure. Um, so but, what's the what's the problem? I know there's a. Yeah, you know, I, I just wanted to get to the statement so I could read the statement from the. Okay, here it is. It, so it came from Quaker Oats, but Quaker Oats is owned by Pepsi. Uh, okay. And this comes from Kristen Krupfel, K R O E P F L, Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer of Quaker Foods North America. In a statement, she says, We are starting by removing the image and changing the name of Aunt Jemima. We will continue the conversation by gathering diverse perspectives from both our organization and the black community to further evolve the brand and make it one everyone can be proud of, can be proud to have in their pantry. PepsiCo sure. said it will drop the Aunt Jemima and rebrand the line of pancake mix. And Oh, I forgot they do mix too, not just syrup. I thought it was just syrup. Oh, yeah, they do. there's a bunch of stuff, I'm sure. Born with the name since 1889. The parent company, Quaker Oats, which has owned the brand since 1926, did not specify what the new name will be what the updated packaging will look like. Um, details are not That's yet good. available. I didn't a step in the, in the right direction, I think. Yeah. Uh, I want to get the 
what I want to know what the uh, decision comes at a time of reckoning for many brands in the aftermath of the death of George Floyd. Uh, Krupful continued, we recognize Aunt Jemima's origins are based on a racial stereotype. While work has been done over the years to update the brand in a manner intended to be appropriate and respectful, we realize those changes are not enough. Aunt Jemima is among three remaining brand mascots rooted. This is from Adweek, by the way. Uh, Aunt Jemima is among three remaining brand mascots rooted in nostalgia for slavery. Aunt Jemima synonyms with the mammy stereotype popularized in minstrel shows after the Civil War, according to Marilyn Kern Foxworth, author of Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben, and Rastus, Blacks in Advertising, Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow. That's a handful of a book title. According to a timeline on AuntJemima.com, the character was first portrayed in 1890 by Nancy Green, a storyteller, cook, and missionary worker. The timeline also notes that the character was given a contemporary look with white pearl earrings uh, with pearl earrings excuse me and a lace collar in 1989 according to pepsico the rebrand is intended to help the brand evolve over time with the goal of representing loving moms from diverse backgrounds who want the best for their families i always love that i always love that when they go they want the. (laughs) it always comes from like a cereal thing, something just packed with sugar that's going to give you diabetes. <laughs> we want the best yeah. for your family. You do? Then take half the sugar out. It'll still be sweet. <laughs> we want the best sugar yeah. for your family. <laughs> we want the best Captain Crunch that you can have. You do? Then soften it up because my mouth's bleeding. Yeah, um, but that's I like Captain Crunch. Yeah, Captain Crunch is the best. Uh, it's a big change for Quaker and PepsiCo, which previously were reluctant to institute change. Here's the thing, and and I, and I know like a lot of people, a lot of a lot of stubborn people are going to be like, oh, well, well, we got to change everything. But the fact of the matter is, is they've been they've been changing uh, brands and characters for years. Like, yeah, things change all the time. Remember the brawny guy? Like that was like a massive like they were looking for the new brawny guy because at a certain point. Like the brawny guy became like a creepy old dude. You're like, this is not this, this brawny guy from <laughs> yeah. like '67 ain't ain't doing the trick anymore. And they got like a new brawny guy. So it's like just you know, get over it. Just, get over that's it. That's not gonna change. It's not. And I mean, are you upset about the reason? If you're upset about the reason it's changing, then you might, have a problem. Might have to do some inward inward. Might have to searching. look inside. I mean, if, if you're upset that it's just changing. Yeah. then get used to change because things change all the time i guess what here if you're watching on youtube or facebook you can kind of see on the one side is the older aunt jemima and then that's the more modern aunt jemima so like even even in this they've been making constant adjustments to keep up because in a weird way and i can speak to this being uh, you know on, you know in advertising uh in a weird way you every person wants to identify themselves with a brand you might think to yourself it's just syrup it's just cereal it's just you know bread who cares but there is a certain there is a certain like identification connection to your childhood i get it that you make but yeah that's fine but 
there's a lot of things from your childhood that are no longer around and or that have evolved and grown. No, but I'm I mean, saying that can't... I'm I'm saying that's why they that's why they're always constantly modernizing these these things. Like even Captain Crunch isn't drawn the way he was drawn 25 yeah. years ago. There has to be a an update of because course. you, you want to see like if you looked at Captain Crunch and you were like Captain Crunch kind of like old looking like why like Captain like it, it it looks tired it doesn't look you want to it, it's weird to say but you do want to identify a little bit with some of these brands not that you need to see yeah. a picture of yourself or somebody who looks like you in the brand my Captain Crunch example know. being the example you just want to see something that represents like now and who you you know you am i explaining this right i don't know because <laughs> i don't it's, it's a weird explanation but i what i think is that mascots just are supposed to represent your product in, in whatever way it's supposed to make you like the product and for a lot of people the mascot for um aunt jemima is just was not it's not the way it should be. Doesn't work. For there them. are other mascots. Do something else. There are people. You know, it's it's 2020. We got to start, you know, modernizing stuff and getting rid of stuff that makes people. You know, the stereotypical crap. That you know, the stuff that just puts down other cultures. That's stuff's got to be changed, updated. Like what I'm saying is. If they drew Frozen the way they drew Beauty and the Beast, I don't think it would have been as popular because Pixar has updated like the like the times now are yeah, Pixar. No, things need a modern spin. Sure. That's, that's what I'm that's true. That's what I'm saying. So that, so if you even if you that's take not an, why this is changing. No, no, no. But my point is, is even if you take racism and culture out of it, there's always a constant need to. Oh, yeah. Things change all the time, right? Because things be, uh, have to be modernized. Things have to evolve with the times, right? This is something that hasn't changed in decades. And if it if they change, let's say Aunt Jemima suddenly changed it for no, and didn't say the reason. They just said, you know what? Here's a new here's the new uh, mascot. Here's the new pro promotion, right? And the reason was was just they changed it just because they wanted to change it. Would anybody would anybody make a stink over it? Outside of the advertising world, probably not. Right? right. I, people would be like, okay, Aunt Jemima's changing, changing the mascot, changing the, the the face of the thing. Okay, but now it's because because it's this uh, because it's part of all this this movement. People are upset, and that's stupid. People shouldn't be upset. Uh, it's changing because it needs to change. It's like the Redskins, Washington Redskins. It needs to change. That's something that's ridiculous and has to go. Well, I mean, if you look at the it, if you look at the Mrs. Butterworth label, like, like there's no like that pad of butter, you know. Yeah, the label isn't isn't bad. It's it's right. the bottle, I guess. Which right, which I don't remember seeing a bottle like that with the arms. Not well, not with the arms. At, well, do you remember the commercial, Mrs. The bottle used to move. It was the bottle used to like move a, around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I always used to remember, like, I, I wish my syrup bottles would talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I like, but always seemed too expensive and ridiculous to me is those syrup bottles, the the glass ones with the little tiny handle. Yeah, because you know, you're foo-foo. Get those. You're very foo-foo. You're very fancy. I'm not foo-foo. I just it looked cool. You're talking about like these. And 
And to have your syrup in a glass. Yes. Yep. And to have your syrup in a glass bottle like that, it just seems very, I don't know. It seems like it would taste better. I don't know. Talk what. about stereotyping. If you're going to make a fancy syrup, you have to put it in a glass with a little, little tiny yeah. loop. <laughs> I don't know what that little handle does. You can't hold it for nothing. I'll tell you what right. it does. It allows you to charge fourteen ninety five for a jar of syrup. That's what it does. <laughs> um that's I, true right i mean you put that, that i feel like you put that little handle on like ketchup and you could up the price by a few dollars yeah uh, just immediately you put that little handle on anything you can get in a couple more bucks out of the whole deal what is that thing i don't know i will Maybe say could, this like, hang it from like a, a shelf or something i don't know you i can't. will say this and whatever they're going to do with aunt jemima mrs butter with whatever i don't know if you could eliminate that pad of butter from the that seems like the golden ticket to move in syrup it makes it makes it look so good. You need the pat of butter. They each have it. They each have that butter on there. Just oh. yeah, nothing to do with the syrup either. Is there anything better than that? Just just throw that butter on some fresh hotcakes. I feel like there needs to be more use for syrup. It's such a good product. We yeah. need to find a way ways to get it into more things. Why aren't we sticking it on waffles and pancakes? That's really all it's been relegated to. Yeah, and on occasion. I think, um, what is it called? Like uh, candied yams. You could do that. Oh, I guess so, yeah. But other than that, I mean, we got to get and waffles. more foods. You throw a little bit on, the, like if you get like a nice spicy yeah, but there's chicken. there's your waffles again. But the waffles is there, yeah. But I would even, like if you got like that nice like spicy chicken, I'd even put that in a little bit of syrup, mm. make that happen. But the waffle does help. The waffle helps. But I'm telling you, syrup is such a good product. Chefs, if you're if there are any chefs out there, try to find more uses for syrup because <laughs> it's amazing it should be in more things yeah i totally get it i mean I, i'm not surprised by this i'm not shocked i'm not upset by it at all i think that brands need to do what's best and i think that our our world is always constantly changing and evolving and a lot of these things that are coming to light now maybe needed you know should have we should have gotten to them sooner you know Agreed. Agreed. But, but when you look Definitely. at all, when you look at all of this stuff, I mean, even when you look at the right to vote, like that, like when you look at when that came, it's so it's relatively new, which is insane, shockingly for, for new. women, for minority, it, it's insane how not so long ago that that was. I mean, crazy, unbelievable, kind of crazy. So, but what would you like? Where do you go from here? Because I, I don't even know. Cause you, I mean, do you worry about keeping brand loyalty? Like, is there brand loyalty See, for me? I'll be totally honest with you. My loyalty in the syrup world lies in the price. Like I'm just going to go for whatever's the cheapest in the market. In fact, my wife tried to get me to buy one of those 1495 bottles of syrup and I lied to her and I was like, yeah, they didn't have any. They had plenty of them, but I still bought, I don't even know which one I bought. I bought the cheapest one that was there. If it tastes like syrup, I'm in. It's just syrup. To, to me, it's just syrup. A lot of other products make a difference, but to me, there's a, there's a few products where I could care less. I'm just going with they, whatever's the cheapest. IHOP needs to come out with a line of syrups, but they have to have all their, like the boysenberry and all that stuff. You think their syrup I don't know is, why they don't have it. That's true, because they do have four. There's four flavors on the table when you go to an IHOP. I think so. Uh, they should have their own line of syrup. People would go nuts for them. Yeah. Do you have to go? Do you? I know you're on a time. I do. Okay. I All do. right. All right. So we can't we can't help save what the new brand should be, 
But uh, whatever it is, it should have butter on it for sure. You got to keep that butter on there, man. That's the good and that little and that little handle and the little handle. Maybe that plastic little... bottles should have the handle. You know what? If you put the little handle on the big plastic bottle, that might you might be Frank. You might have something there. That little handle doesn't go on anything else but syrup. I, I bet you if, is. if they change the name first, they'll get a bump in sales. And then if they make that huge swooping handle, a little tiny handle, they'll see another yeah. increase. Call it little handle syrup. I think you might have a point there, my friend. I really, really do. All right. Uh, we're going to leave it there. Five song challenge still in effect. Uh, we're waiting for Jay Sabs to come to do it. Now, you listen to the songs, though, Frank? I did. I did listen. Can I get you to listen to them for a second time before the next episode? I think that if makes I a difference. If I give you my answer, it might hint at what my response will be. Oh, no. Yes or no, it might hint at what my response okay. will be. Okay. All right. Don't give an answer, but I'm just saying, if you can keep an open mind to it, maybe a second listen before the next thing might be helpful. Maybe. Let's see. All right. That's it for us. AnthonyOnAir.com has all our information. Uh, thanks for hanging, and uh, we'll see you on the next episode.